Welcome to the Heal and Expand podcast. I'm your host, Yaro K. Buchans, clinically trained therapist, healing artist, and leadership mentor. In my world, healing is the gateway to expansion and your personal power is gold. Join me on a journey through the holy trinity of healing, psychological, spiritual, and somatic, using a combination of storytelling, psychoeducation, and ancient wisdom, we will excavate and explore what it means and how to heal and expand. Thank you for being here. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Well, it depends on how you look at it. Just like pain, the holiday season has two very distinct sides to it. On one side is deep loneliness, disconnection, disappointment, fear of the future, not feeling held, not, not being able to receive, not being able to give, all of those, that side of it. And then on the other side, there's miracles. There are miracles, magic, giving, receiving, love, joy, connection. How we relate to this each year, each moment, each day, determines what we create in our lives. Life is painful. It will always be painful. Life has loneliness in it. That will always be true. There is not a single human being on this planet who does not experience loneliness at moments in time. And we have so much shame about this that we try to cover it up and hide it through our addictive behaviors, our maladaptive coping mechanisms. And now we have that sweet little thing called the internet and social media where we can post all of these beautiful photos that represent as though our lives are perfect at all times. There is not one human on this planet who does not have human moments of pain, of suffering, of loneliness, of deep despair. Now what you do in those moments creates your life. And as I shared last week, I have related to the pain in all of three ways. And let's run through those three ways again. So there is numbing and avoiding, attaching and holding on to it and making it your story, and transforming the pain and turning it into power, light, love, whatever it is, but allowing it to move through you. So here's the thing about emotion. When we do not process it, it stuck, gets stuck in our body and it stores there and it creates emotional, physical, spiritual, and mental disease. And we don't actually allow ourselves to recognize what's happening. So instead, we blame the external thing, whatever's happening outside of ourselves. We look for solutions. We treat symptoms. We don't actually treat the root, root cause, which is most often that we have not processed emotions. Our emotions need to move through us. They are fluid. They need to move so that we can move, so that we can be fluid, so that we can flow, so that we can create. And when you are relating to your life through your pain more than through your magic, you are creating a life of suffering. Now, your pain cannot be avoided. It is there. It needs to be heard. It needs to be seen. It needs to be held. It needs to be validated. It needs to be moved through you. Whatever you need to do to process that pain, most of the time we need to be held and seen and heard and validated. And then we need to be gently challenged so that we start to lift out of the pain and we're able to create something else. 
we're able to create magic in our lives. And when I spoke last week on how I realized recently that I was relating more to my magic than I am to my pain, that was a big deal. I spent a lot of years relating to pain. I can be in the darkness. I can hold all the pain. It is one of the things that my clients say about me most often is, Yarrow is able to hold immense amounts of pain. One client actually said that Yarrow would be in the depths of hell and she would be chanting and healing the demons. I have an ability to really be with pain in a way that allows for you to lift out of it if you are willing. And that if you are willing part is huge. We have such resistance to it. We get to relate to our lives either from being a victim to our pain or learning from our pain. And I know that victim is a very triggering word for people. And my view of it is that you may have been a victim at one time, but you no longer have to be. And this is something that Dr. Gabor Mate speaks about as well in Compassionate Inquiry. Wouldn't you rather feel like you have the power to shift things? And when you feel like you have the power to shift things, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to shift immediately. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to just all of a sudden say, I have the power to shift this and everything changes automatically. It comes through consistent daily habits and those daily habits are also how you think and feel how your nervous system relates to the world. So are you relating through scarcity and survival or, or are you relating through abundance and expansion? What does it feel like when you are relating to your pain? Are you contracting and hiding and avoiding and numbing and feeling shame and obsessing and judging and talking around it and looking for saving? We do so much looking for saving. How often are you seeking saving in your relationships? From who are you seeking saving from? And this can show up in so many sneaky ways because sometimes we overgive so that we feel valued, so that we feel validated, so that we feel as though we have a purpose. And then when we do not receive, we have resentment. But if we are sneaky in our minds, which most of us are, we will validate because not validate, that's not what I wanted to say. We will say what we think we should say, right? Like if you know better, if you know that you shouldn't be seeking saving, if you know that you shouldn't be giving and expecting to receive, you will say things like, oh, I'm so happy I did that though. Oh, it's okay that this happened because they also were a good person in this way. Oh, you will diminish your own pain. And do you know what happens when you diminish your own pain? You suffer silently, you store it in your body, and it comes out through your shadow. And then you might feel jealous and not realize why you're feeling jealous, or you might feel resentful or bitter or have all of these repressed emotions, or maybe your life just feels stuck. And your life feels stuck because you're not committing to you, you're relating to your pain in a sneaky way, trying to get your needs met by doing things for other people without focusing on yourself, trying to avoid your own shame that you're not fully committing to you. Because most of us who are self-aware, we know we need to be committing to ourselves. And then those of us who are self-aware are very adept at tricking ourselves into believing that we are committing to ourselves. And 
when we trick ourselves into believing that we are committing to ourselves, we inhibit ourselves from actually creating our lives. I did this for a lot of years. I was so convinced that I had fully committed to myself. And when I look back, I can see all of the sneaky ways that I sought saving. All of the times that I wanted someone to validate me, all of the times I wanted someone to hold me, and all of these things were things I needed. I genuinely needed these these things. I wasn't going about them in a way that was conscious, that was actually guiding me back to myself. I wasn't going about them in a way that was allowing for me to commit fully and to get radically honest with myself about the ways that I was still nursing my pain. We can always nurse our pain. We can always seek saving, getting honest about what's happening and about the ways that we are in pain and then doing something to shift it or being with it, not even doing something, but being with it being honest about it with someone, I'm feeling like I'm in a lot of pain right now. And then not talking around it, just allowing yourself to be with it and let it move through your body. Because when that energy gets stuck, you start to relate to the world through fear and pain and jealousy and anger and resentment. And then that is what shows up in your life because we are all manifestors. We are so unbelievably powerful. It's making me emotional to say that because we are so unbelievably powerful, every single one of us. We don't believe it and we give our power away to so many other things because we just want to feel safe. We want to feel held, heard, seen, validated, and we don't actually allow ourselves to move through the emotion in a powerful way. This is emotional mastery. Being connected to your emotions is not emotional mastery. Being able to move through them in a way that allows you to reconnect back to your power, that is emotional mastery. Avoiding, denying, suppressing your feelings, that is not powerful. That is actually control, which will eventually implode either in your body, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and some way that will show up in your life. And then you again will get to decide, how am I going to relate to this thing? I still have pain I have to move through. I have past wounds I have to move through. I have ways of being. I have boundaries that I need to set. And I have a very tenuous relationship with the word boundaries because I think that we have like created such a misrepresentation of what that means and people use it as a way to avoid their own emotions. They use it as like rigid boundaries or blocking people off or you know, they weaponize it rather than just being with like, what is actually authentic to me? Where am I draining my energy? Where am I not being connected to myself? Where am I not connecting to others? Where am I not, where am I dishonoring myself? We dishonor ourselves in the name of relationship all the time. What does that look like for you? 
Where do you sacrifice yourself and convince yourself that you're compromising in your relationship when you're actually just dishonoring yourself? Where are you sacrificing your dreams because you think you have to be realistic because of what the world tells you? And then where are you being delusional in a way that's not actually helping you create your life? I believe in the biggest dreams, in the biggest vision. I just looked at the recording and it said 1111. I believe that we can literally create anything in our lives. You will have to get radically honest. Sometimes you will have to do things that you want, don't want to do, meaning you will have to work at a job to look at that as an investment in your future of creating your dreams. You might have to do that. I did that for a lot of years. You will have to have the power to sit in the unknown and to not make it mean anything about you. You will have to be the one to lead. You will have to be the one who's like, I don't care if one person shows interest in this, I'm going to show up like it's 5,000 people. And that has been a big one for me. I have really had to sit with that one. I still sometimes have to work on that one. I am creating an intimate relationship with patients right now, but more on that later. What we often do is we get small, we play the victim, we want people to hold us and validate us, and we don't actually take the leadership position in our lives. And this includes in how we relate to our pain. I am in no way telling you to bypass your pain. I want you to hold your pain like it's a baby. And what happens with a baby who's effectively held is that baby is regulated, nourished, connected, and grows into a powerful, graceful in leader in integrity with herself. And when you do not nurture your pain in a way that allows for you to step into leadership, you become sad and sick and seeking saving. These are hard truths. And for those of us who get to a place where we realize we have totally neglected our pain, there is so much repressed pain in there that needs holding that we start to then become a victim to the pain rather than relating to the pain from a powerful place because there was so much pain that was in there that we didn't even know was in there that we avoided denied and suppressed we live in this society where people just scroll on their phones binge watch netflix and don't believe in magic and when you don't believe in magic you don't see it and when you believe in magic in a way that is delusional and not connected to your actual authenticity and your heart and your being and coming from a place of leadership, you stay in fantasy without actually being able to create your life. Those are different frequencies energetically. This is all energy. How you relate to things is all energy. And it's how you shift that energetic vibration, how you are actually honestly relating to something. My goodness, we can lie to ourselves all day long, every single day. Like, oh, no, I don't believe that. Or no, I'm not feeling that. Meanwhile, you're like anxious or you're depressed or you're avoidant or you're running around in circles or you're feeling lonely or resentful or bitter and you're not actually being honest about what's happening for you. And then if someone touches that a little bit, pokes at it a little bit, you get triggered and you fully project all over onto them. And this is our world. This is our world. And then everybody's out there triggering each other's inner children. Nobody's holding space. Nobody's effectively being honest with what's happening for them. I'm just taking a breath. It's a lot to see and to witness. And meanwhile, you are so freaking infinitely powerful. 
your being, your breath, your, your existence is a miracle. And you're spending your time seeking saving and staying small and stuck and not being radically honest about who you are and what you want to create on this planet. We all need more connection. We all need more love. We all need more abundance. We all want different things. And that's one of the most beautiful things about us. We all want different things. When you start to shift the way you relate to your pain, you might begin to lose relationships because you will notice that you used to bond with people over your pain rather than through your magic. And when you start to relate more to your magic than your pain, you will no longer know how to talk to many people. And it will feel painful. And you will get to decide, am I going to continue relating through my pain or am I going to continue leaning into my magic? And if you continue leaning into your magic, you may lose certain relationships in your life. Now, how you lead in those relationships will be everything. If you are expecting people to understand you, to come along with you, to validate that you're relating to your magic more than you're relating to your pain, it will be a very difficult relationship to maintain because we can't expect anybody to do anything. You can stay in connection with people. You just might have to accept where they are and their ability to see you or not see you. You might have to accept the fact that they might not be able to lean into magic because they're not there yet. And then you will have to decide, how much do I actually want to relate with this person? Are we in alignment any longer? A lot of the reasons I believe we stay stuck in this society and we stay trapped in these systems that we're in is because not enough people are courageous enough to own their authentic hearts and their dreams and their visions and to go for it because they sit around and they gossip and they complain and they have so much pain that has not been processed that they actually need others to see and hear them and gossiping and complaining actually feels validating for the moment it will not get you anywhere you have to feel able to lean into your magic to lean into your power, to be like, I am a magical, sovereign, powerful being. I can create anything I want and then get radically honest about the next three steps you need to take to get there. I have had to do this so many times in my life. I do it with every level that I expand to. I am currently in a level of expansion right now, and I am having to ask myself these very same things. With every moment that you decide to expand, you will have to get radically honest about the ways that you are relating to yourself, to others, to the world, and what you want to create in your life. When you start to expand and people can't meet you there, and the quite radical truth is that sometimes I have been in relationships with people where they are the ones expanding and I wasn't there and I had to be the one to be let go of because I wasn't expanding. And that's painful to think back on because I can see where my own pain and my own hurt and my own fear and my own resentment and my own survival mode, which is what really it is, was not allowing me to expand with them. 
And I can look back now and see where I was so hurt and little two-year-old Yara was just so scared and I was just running around in survival mode trying to get my needs met. And I didn't know how to relate to my magic more than my pain because I was in so much pain. And I didn't feel safe enough internally to soften the defenses and to be with the pain in a way that allowed for it to transform. It would take me another 10 years to get there. And I don't want it to take you another 10 years. I want you to feel safe to hold your pain, to move the emotion through your body, the anger, the fear, the pain, and get so radically honest about it so you are able to relate more to your magic than you are to your pain. Notice what you talk about. Notice what's the first thing you want to tell people. Notice what you write in your journal, if you write in your journal. If I look back at my journals, it's I have so much shame around it. I'm really sitting with shame lately and like what it means because I think sometimes when we don't shame ourselves, we actually are just making valid excuses and not being honest with ourselves. Like if we're like, oh, I did this, but I don't feel shame about it. I don't know if that's always a good thing if it's something that's detrimental to our health and our well-being. And then I think we're just validating like our own shitty behavior. So more on that later. That's a little bit of a side note. I have a lot of shame about what I read in my journal from my 30s. And here's why. Because I was doing so many healing things. I have empathy also. So I want you to know that I'm not like just sitting around shaming myself. I have empathy also. However, I was so out of alignment with and out of integrity with who I am as a human and the magic that I have to offer this world that I look back and I just see a two-year-old. I was a two-year-old running around New York City seeking saving. I was not able to be totally honest with myself or authentic with myself or to sit still enough with myself to believe in myself enough to create my magic and to come from my wisdom. A lot of the things I speak about today, I have known since I was 19. Much of it I have had to integrate, I have had to embody, I have had to transform, I have had to really become the leader and integrate this wisdom in a way that allows for it to be held and also given and that allows for me to hold others so that I'm not activated. So yes, I trust the process and this process needed to happen. And I can look back and go, wow, I was deeply hurting and I was acting out from a two-year-old place and I was really holding on to my pain because I just wanted to be held. I wanted someone to hold me in it. I wanted someone to be with me in it. I wanted someone to validate me. I wanted so badly to just be held. And because we live in a society that does not know how to hold pain, I would just obsess and overanalyze and judge. And I would find people who would listen to me obsess, overanalyze, and judge and who would validate my perceptions rather than getting me to my feelings. They didn't know how to do that. It was not on anybody's, like no one knew how to do that and that's okay. I mean, it's not okay that our society does not know how to do that. It's not okay that our society does not need, know how to go, wow, I'm just here with you in this pain. Can we just be with this pain? Because if I had had someone to do that, I don't even think my therapist could do that. No, my therapist never did that. I hear this is really painful. Can we just be with this pain? And then just keep you there. I hear this is really painful. Can we just be with this pain? 
When you're able to do that and get radically honest about the pain, I know I've said radically honest about a thousand times in this episode, but I can't tell you how important it is to be radically honest with ourselves. When I look back at my old journals and I look at like the obsessive thinking that was happening and it was like the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over, those were all defense mechanisms. They were not coming from my heart. They were not coming from a place of connection and expansion. And now I look at my journals and yes, there is some repetition, excuse me, but the repetition is around creation. The repetition is around recalibrating my energy to greater expansiveness, to to bigger magic, to more of what I want my life to look and feel like to more of what I want my life to look and feel like. And I want you to really get honest with yourself. How am I relating to my pain? Am I avoiding it, denying it, pushing it away? How am I relating to it in in regards to my partner, to my children, to my parents? How am I talking about it? What am I expecting from people? How much am I complaining and gossiping? How resentful am I? How critical? How judgmental? How often do I shame myself? There's a difference between saying, I did this thing that I know is terrible for me, but I'm not shaming myself. And then doing something that doesn't feel good and judging yourself for it. I want you to be able to be honest about, I did this thing and it's not good for me. I'm not gonna justify it. I'm not gonna shame myself but I am gonna be with the feelings of dishonoring myself because it's painful when we dishonor ourselves. It's painful when we don't act in accordance with how magical we know we are. And your soul knows how deeply magical you are if you can break through all of the layers of karma and ancestral trauma and soul trauma and all of the things and you can get to the pure essence of your being and realize that you're a fucking miracle. You're a miracle. Your heart, your breath, your beauty, your being, you're an absolute miracle. And when you get still enough, when you get honest enough, when you allow yourself to really see you, which is the most terrifying and also most most valuable thing you will ever do, you are able to be with your pain in a way that allows you to relate more to your magic than your pain. I really want you to start to look at how am I relating to my pain? Am I allowing it to become my story? Am I avoiding it? Am I denying it? Or am I allowing it to move through me? And when I say pain, I mean pain, anger, fear, resentment, bitterness, jealousy, all of the things that cause us to relate to the world through those painful, darker qualities, rather than gratitude, magic, joy, connection, love. And when you're in survival mode, it's impossible to feel gratitude, joy, connection, abundance, love, because you're too busy surviving and the negative emotions are protectors that fear. It's a protector. So you have to heal your nervous system, process your trauma to feel and process your trauma 
heal your attachment wound, which we all have them. And that is one of the biggest elements of this is our attachment wounds. Heal your attachment wound. Really get honest about your shadow. Excavate your gold from your shadow and feel safe to connect to yourself, others, your vision for the world, and to feel safe to just be, be seen, be held, be heard, and to create your life. And this is what we do in my world. I have the masterclass today because this is when this episode comes out, the Gratitude Expander. So if you listen to this in the morning on Thursday, you can still join us. It will also be a replay, so you can always sign up for it and receive the replay. I have some other exciting things coming up soon. When you register for this masterclass, you will receive $250 off The Art of Connecting the next round. Um, And we start February 25th. I'm so excited. The work is so powerful and expansive and just witnessing my clients transform and commit to themselves and create magic in their lives because of the pain we're processing. We process pain at such deeper levels than anything I've ever seen. Most of the people I work with have been in therapy for years and we just get to new deeper layers that allows them to really relate to their magic and their power and their creative ability to create their lives more than their pain. So please take some time with you to get radically honest about how you are relating to your pain. And if you are allowing yourself to relate to your magic and your joy and your connection and gratitude and expansion and celebration of the beautiful magic that you are. I hope you all have a beautiful holiday season. Thank you for being here and I will see you in the next chapter. If you love this episode and want to share it with the world, screenshot, post, and tag me on Instagram. The more you share it, the more people receive it, the more people heal, and the more people who expand. And if you want to get notified of the next episode, go ahead and subscribe so you never miss a chapter. Thank you for healing and expanding with me. Take time to come home to yourself always. And if you have questions about deepening into this work in my world, please do not hesitate to reach out. You can DM me on Instagram. You can send me an email. You can send me a carrier pigeon if you can find one. Thank you so much again for being here. And I will see you all soon, dear ones.